So welcome to the Tulsa World podcast covering University of Tulsa. Here we are at TU uh, and I'm joined by University of Tulsa nickel safety Bryson Powers. How's it going, man? Thanks for joining me. I'm good, John. Thank you for having me on today. Cool. All right. Well, welcome. Um, I guess we'll we'll get right into some questions. Uh, first, I mean, tell me where what the mental mindset uh, is of this team after a couple of really close losses to some really good teams, teams maybe you weren't expected to beat, but you were right there with them and just didn't quite come up with the win. Where, where, you, where are you guys at mentally right now? Um, yeah, I mean, of course, losses like that are always going to sting. Um, but I think we're a really mature football team, and we understand that uh, you just need to focus on going one and the next week. So specifically last week, uh, of course, uh, Cincinnati lost a bit. But um, I think we did a really good job of just watching the film on Sunday and learning from our mistakes and then kind of putting it behind us and knowing we have another tough game this week with Navy. So uh, really just putting all our effort and energy into focusing on that. Is it, do you, what do you make of the uh, the trend, I guess, and we probably mentioned this last week, even before the Ole Miss game, where uh, the Golden Hurricane seems to play better against those higher level teams and maybe not at, at, not as great against teams that are maybe a little lower rated. What, what are your thoughts on that? Um, well, I think we try to approach all games the same. Uh, Practice-wise, we really just like to, as a defense, fly to the football and just focus on being assignment sound. Um, I think the reason we perform so well against those better teams is just because we have a lot of guys with the chip on our shoulder. And, uh, I mean, really, we want to come in and make a statement. And uh, that's what we've attempted to do the past few years. Um, but really, just from a preparation standpoint, we try to prepare for all teams the same way. I mean, really, just whoever we have that week, we're focused on going 1-0 against. And... Uh, we just try to keep our energy and intensity throughout practices the same. With uh, you mentioned, so you guys are going to Navy. It's on the road, uh, two thirty Saturday on TV at on CBS Sports Network. Uh, you know, everybody knows they have a a really unique offense. The you know triple option, lots of different guys who could get the ball and are running in different directions. Just for you on the defense, what's the key to defending that? Uh, so specifically with Navy, it's playing assignment sound football. I mean, uh, you've got to understand that they have multiple options for whoever's going to get the ball during the game. And uh, while your position on defense might not be making the tackle this play, it's important that you force either the quarterback to pitch the ball or take on a block. Um, because if everybody doesn't do their specific assignments, we'll have a, a break in the defense. And so it's really just trusting the person next to you that they're going to make their play and you know which play you're supposed to make. And then on top of that, just uh, being intense and physical as a football team. I mean, we know Navy's going to play all four quarters and they're going to play as hard as they can. And uh, they're a really tough football team. And so we've got to match that toughness and intensity this week. So when you're saying uh, assignment specific or assignment sound football, does that mean like, so you're in your spot, you're focused on one guy or whatever for this play, whether he gets the ball or not, or like, and everybody's got a certain certain way they're running to, to make sure they get a certain guy if he gets the ball kind of thing? Right. So the triple option offense specifically is successful whenever, I mean, they're reading two to three people every play. So um, they'll just string it out with the option and you need to have somebody tackling the dive, somebody playing quarterback and somebody playing the pitch. 
Um, and if one of those goes uncovered, then the quarterback will see that and that's where the ball hit. And so really right. um, there's three guys that you have to be covering at all times. And if we miss one of those and that, that could lead to a break in the defense. What's it like playing in a, in an atmosphere there? I mean, I know you've been there before, you know, in that kind of, in the, in the heart of the Navy in, in Annapolis, Maryland, what's that like there? Um, so in high school, I actually uh, took a recruiting trip up to Navy. So I got to see the kind of experience the full campus. And I mean, okay. their stadium's amazing with the history and all the different battles and wars uh, of the Navy up around. I mean, it's a really special place to play in. And then especially with all the cadets out there. Um, I mean, it's one of my favorite environments to play in. I think it's really special, really historical. Um, and they always have a great atmosphere up there. Um, sometimes whenever we play later in the season, the weather isn't, isn't as yeah. exciting to play in. But right. <laughs> uh, I think we're playing them early enough this year to where that shouldn't be as big of a worry. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, I have tremendous respect for those guys and that history of uh, just being in that stadium really feels special whenever, once you get up there. Cool. Okay. So, yeah, they recruited you, huh? Was that, was there every, you know, was it close? Um, I mean, I, I definitely gave it consideration. Uh, just um, their coach, a big yeah. part of his recruiting selling was that it had to be the right fit for you. And I found that Tulsa was the right fit for me. Okay. Um, so graduate, you've already graduated your, uh, I guess this is your final season of eligibility, right? How, how are you enjoying that process? And, you know, uh, I'm sure you got to be like trying to take it all in and, you know, one last trip through the, through the schedule here. Right. Yeah. So this is my last season and I'm really just trying to um, make the most of every moment, even maybe moments in the past that I've kind of dreaded, whether it's waking up early to go to uh <laughs> treatment or meetings or right. fall camp in the hot sun. I mean, uh, I'm really just trying to find the beautiful moments and everything right now because, I mean, I know three, four months from now, I'm going to be missing it terribly. And so uh, just really getting the chance to enjoy every aspect of the, of the football season and uh, just really taking in being around all my brothers and friends and uh, um, just that bond I have with a lot of the guys on the team. Um, I know that that's very hard to find outside of a sports um, atmosphere. Mm -hmm. And so just I'm really appreciative for that. And I'm trying to savor every moment that I have with all the guys and the coaches and staff. Uh, I mean, it means a lot to me. The, and you uh, and your your brother, Colby, is now here. He transferred in from Arizona. He's We've actually seen him a couple of times uh, featured in the offense. He's got four re receptions for 20 yards as a tight end. Uh how, how cool has that, that been being with him? I mean, it, it's amazing for me because uh, – so I've never gotten to play with Colby before. Whenever he was – whenever I was a senior in high school, he was in eighth grade. So uh -huh. we missed each other there. And then uh, whenever he went to Arizona, I thought that it was never going to happen. And then to get him to transfer here this year, I mean, my last year, it's been amazing. I know my mom's loved every second of it, being able <laughs> to spend all her time in Tulsa now, as opposed from having to split game days. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's great to have them around. We're, we're like the best of friends. We hang out all the time. We eat dinner together. Um, but yes, it's, it's, uh, it just adds to the bittersweetness of my last season, being able to have my brother around. And I mean, it's a first for me, but it's my last season. And so just say, yeah. that's awesome. All right, cool. Um, and so you graduated with a mechanical engineering degree and you're working on your MBA now, uh, 
what first of all what are your plans for after this season are you looking into like continuing your football career maybe in the nfl or perhaps elsewhere or are we uh going into the business world or what are we doing um as much as i'd love to continue <laughs> playing football i think my body might hate me if i attempted to do that so uh i plan on just going into the business world after this um in the process of a lot of final interviews for a couple of jobs I'm really excited about and oh, wow. uh, cool. just kind of see where that goes from there. But I mean, I'll definitely be around Tulsa watching my brother and uh, being a fan, but I think <laughs> after this year, my football days will be over. Well, you know, we got a new uh, indoor football league team. That, that could be an option. I did see that. I just <laughs> saw that on Twitter the other day, which uh, I don't know much about indoor football, but it, <laughs> it looks interesting. Yes. All right, cool. Um, well, good luck on your interviews and hope hope those go well the way you want them to. Uh, so while you're while you've been at TU, have how much have you um, followed up the other sports at the at the school? Basketball, soccer. I mean, the soccer team's really good. Where have you been much involved in? You know, as a fan. Uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think. Uh... It's important for us. They come out to all of, our, all of our games and support us all the time. So it's important for us to get out there. Um, I'm mostly the men's soccer games, uh, basketball games, women's soccer. I mean, uh, I've been to, I think, a competition for every single sport here besides maybe <laughs> golf and rowing. Uh, um, uh, I'm not sure where they hold those. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I've tried to take it all in and just uh, really be a fan because I know a lot of the people on those other teams and uh, – it's really good to see somebody you know excel as well and what their craft is. Um, so, I mean, our I think our soccer team's ranked maybe top three, top five at least right now. Um, and basketball should get going soon, which uh, is really mm -hmm. exciting. So, yeah, definitely. Yeah, is there much uh, camaraderie between the athletes and the different sports there? You guys all kind of cross paths a lot? Um, yeah, definitely. So with Tulsa being such a small university and still being a D1 sports program, uh, I don't know what the percentages are, but it seems like a good amount of the population on campus are all athletes, um, <laughs> especially in the summer when we're all up here and uh, not as many of the normal students are. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I mean, yeah, we get really close with a lot of the people from the other uh, sports programs and we see them all the time. I mean, they're in all of our classes. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, so, yeah, I mean, really, especially with the small university, we have a lot of contact with them and, uh, I mean, yeah, it's great getting to know people from a lot of them are international students as well. So getting cultured a little bit and meeting people from all over is really exciting part of Tulsa. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Um, now, I just wanted to ask you this kind of going off topic slightly, you know, a lot of uh, a big deal coming up the last couple of years, uh, talk about NIL stuff, name, image, likeness. First of all, do you have any uh, deals in place or anything in that realm? And, and what's your thoughts on, on that? Um, I personally don't have any NIL deals uh, currently. Wouldn't be opposed to any, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I think, I think it's, it's good progress for um, kind of the NCAA. I think there will definitely have to be some revisions in the future, just with some of the problems that everybody talks about now. Uh, but I don't think those are the end-all be-all to the actual NIL. I think it's here to stay. Um, I think we'll see revisions along the way to kind of um, 
fix some of those problems we're seeing. But I mean, like anything that's new legislation wise from a major body, I mean, we're going to have to revise and work through it. But I think it's a very good first step. I don't think it's perfect right now. Um, but it, it is an exciting aspect for college athletes in the future. Okay, so uh, we were mentioning other sports before. I, uh, I meant to ask you this. Did you play other sports besides football when you were growing up? Uh, yeah, so I was primarily football and baseball. Okay, so baseball, huh? Did, well, did you play so that in high school? In, in high school. I mean, growing up, I, up through middle school, I swim team, baseball, track, football, basketball. Our parents okay. had us in everything, and then we all kind of moved to just two sports in high school. All right, cool. So was there ever any thought of continuing baseball uh, in college or was it football, always football? Um, so I thought about it. Just football has always been my love. My dad's a high school football coach. Uh, okay, yeah. I enjoyed baseball. I, I kind of uh, got caught twiddling my thumbs a few times during practices. And uh, <laughs> I've realized that baseball probably wasn't where I wanted to go. I didn't have the love for it that I had for football, but I did enjoy playing it. It was a great second sport to play. And uh, I mean, I think it taught me a lot of things that have helped in, helped in football, just with patience and how you're, you're not always going to have success, but to relish the moments when you do. Um, so I think I took a lot of good lessons out of baseball, but uh, football was always my love. So your dad was your coach. How, how was that dynamic? <laughs> so uh, my fresh, he's a defensive coordinator. So my freshman and sophomore okay. year, I played directly for him as uh, yeah. a safety, which um, from my point of view, it sometimes felt like uh, um, he was a little bit more critical on me, but never in a bad way. It was, um, I mean, he just really cared for me to grow and develop and uh, and I'm extremely appreciative for it because I wouldn't be where I am today without it. And then uh, my junior and senior year, I played offense and he was still defensive coordinator. And so, I mean, those were, uh, I mean, we'd get home from the games on a Friday night and just sit on the couch and watch the whole game. He was the first to get the film, so I'd be able to sit there and watch the, uh, the film with him before anybody else did the next morning and just really talk through the games. And uh, my senior year was really special because that was my final year playing, and that was the furthest he had gone in the playoffs in his career. I mean, he's been coaching for 30-something years, so wow. it was a really special year for us. That's cool. Yeah, so you were uh... – you were what, running back, quarterback? I see that in the, in the notes here. Um, so I was a quarterback up until my senior year. I, I ended up having an elbow injury to where I kind of played fullback, running back, receiver uh, on the okay. offense that year, but mostly quarterback. Wow. Yeah. Ever uh, lobby Monty to put you in for a play here or there on offense? <laughs> <laughs> no, I told them where, where I'm, uh, when I was being recruited that I'm happy with wherever they want to put me on the field. And that ended up being defense. And I mean, I love my position now. I feel almost like not a not as much responsibility as a quarterback, but I feel kind of like the quarterback of the defense at times when we're calling the coverages and just my position, we need to know what everybody exactly is doing on the defense. And uh, I think I get a lot of the same enjoyment in those aspects as I did at quarterback. Okay. Um, all right. Well, we're just about done. My last thing I want to ask you is, so next week uh, after this game, you got a bye week. What uh, what what are your typical activities like during the bye week? What are you what are you gonna do? Um, so we'll practice all throughout the week again. I'm sure I'm not exactly sure on the entire schedule. 
Um, and then usually we'll get about one or two days off for the weekend just to kind of relax, get our bodies back. Um, and then uh, we'll probably hit it again hard come next week. Um, for me, it's really just bye weeks are a time for me to take a step back and just I really enjoy watching college football on TV. So to actually spend a Saturday and sit on the couch all day and watch all the games uh, is something as a as a uh, college football player you never get to do. And uh, mm-hmm. some people might take it for granted, but it's really one of my favorite things to do is just sit there and watch football all day um, and not have to be preparing for a game the day before and all throughout the day. Uh, so I'll probably just relax and hang out and watch some college football. All right. Yeah. Sounds good. Okay, man. Well, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, great to have you on. Um, I will be back next Thursday with Patrick Prince and people can download just a reminder. You can download this podcast for free at Apple, Google, or Spotify. So thanks very much, Bryson. I really appreciate your time. Great. Thank you, John. All right, man. You take care. Good luck. Thank you.